0: All right, everybody. Welcome back. It is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. It's a new month. This is Daily DVR. We've got a great show for you today. We haven't spoken since what last week we did around the couch this week. We're not doing that until tomorrow. We're going live live. during the um thursday night football game and we're gonna chat about last week's nfl and make our picks for this week Uh, but you can check all that out at dvrpodcast.com you can become a patron at patreon.com slash dvr i want to say welcome to many of the new free patrons and a patrons patreon is kind of going through a change they're trying new things. So now you can become like a free patron. So I know we have like 10 of those. I just wanted to say thank you to each and every one of you just for taking the time to happen upon the page and press that button. It does mean something to us all. And we do appreciate that. Today, my guest is Mike from One Mike. He was here about a month ago on 922. Now I'm trying to take notes in this new incarnation. Um, uh, How are you doing, Mike?
1: Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm off work today, so I've had a pretty chill day. Uh, I'm ready to just sit here and talk about whatever you got planned, man. I don't have a as big of a time constraint as I had last time either. so uh yeah, man, looking forward to just uh, talking about whatever you got planned.
0: All right, well, I do have some stuff planned. We're gonna talk a little Marvel. It was an interesting article that came out check in on Loki. Check in a little bit on Golden Bachelor. I know you're a huge Batchaholic <laughs> now. You're part of Bachelor Nation. Right. Um, you're following everyone sure. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, sure. You got posters on the wall. It's You're, you're going deep. Um, but I wanted to start with something different. I was talking about Around the Couch. Now, I know that you are traditionally a Lions fan. I know at some point you were kind of out on the NFL are you back in on the NFL this year? And how are you enjoying the season as of course a Lions fan as well who are doing very well?
1: Yeah, uh so yeah, I was off the NFL for a little bit. Um I started watching again uh last season actually. Um I was I, I won't bore everybody with, you know, any long diatribes about old news, but um I was displeased with the way the NFL treated Colin Kaepernick so I said I'm not going to give the NFL any more of my support until he has shown some sort of fair treatment uh he got a, I think he got a tryout with like the Raiders or something uh before uh last season and you know I was like all right well I I said I think I think he heard I think I heard he got another tryout too so I was like all right well uh, if he's uh if he's past it, then I might as well be. So uh, so I got back watching the NFL last season. So, yes, I am. I am back in this year as well. And the OK, as a Jets fan, you will understand what it must be like to watch the Lions being actually good. Like, they've yeah. been, they've had seasons every now and then, you know, a 10 and 6 season, you know, they made it to the uh, the NFC Championship in the early 90s, I want to say like 91, 92, something like that. Still, uh, ages ago at this point, but even those teams, it was kind of just like, alright, well, they got, they got they got wins more often than they didn't. It never really felt like they were a good team. It just was like, okay, well, this week we got the win. This this week we didn't, and this you know this season we got a few more than we didn't, and that's kind of all all it ever really felt like. But this team, <laughs> this team, like this is what it, this is one of those times where it's like I, I realize I've never actually watched the Lions as an actual good football team, mm-hmm. and this is like I, I I said a few weeks ago. I'm like, so this is what it's like actually having a good football team, where like you see things like. The things that used to happen to the Lions now happening to the other team—stupid, boneheaded penalties, uh, a weird play calling—and and the Lions are the kings of weird play calling <laughs> right now. But this, but this, but to great effect, as opposed to uh, what their opponents tend to do. And it's just been—it's been a unique experience watching the team be uh, legitimately good, and and also trying to taper off expectations because it's ridiculous to think that they might do something. Um, spectacular this season as not just a team, but as an entire franchise that is new to being legitimately good going up against, you know, teams like the Eagles who are accustomed to it or teams like the Niners who are accustomed to it. So yeah. it's like, I, I don't have incredibly high expectations of the Lions, but like I am, I, I mean, this has already been the most enjoyable season as a Lions fan yes. I've ever had in my life. So like I, I, I'm I'm already fully pleased. I don't know if you saw my Facebook, but I went to the, I went to the Monday, night game oh nice um, I could, yeah so if you haven't seen the pictures uh check those out uh i got sideline passes so i was on the sideline <gasps> whoa
0: the game. that's awesome
1: yeah yeah so, yeah so go look at my facebook i got all kinds of really up close pictures of like the players warming up and shit me and my wife took pictures out down there on the field um i got like the best one of the best pictures i've ever gotten of anything ever of uh and it was a picture of amon ross st brown wa- like walking past me like like when i I say past me i don't mean like in my general vicinity like i could have patted him on his back and like i got a picture that's like a sick picture of him taking his helmet off uh and then we had great seats that were uh behind the post uh it, and the game was insane which I, i'm assuming you probably watched it uh yeah. you know great game and yeah man it, it's been a, it's been a great experience and and now i'm glad that you know the lions are six of two and they've had uh, they've had to deal with a lot of injuries to to important players, and they've somehow made it to the bye week at six and two with a schedule that is very, very accommodating <laughs> for the rest of the season. I, I I I I'll say now to wrap up my Lions talk, I I feel, <laughs> like, thir- I feel like thirteen and four is the floor. Like I, like I'd be shocked at thirteen to four. <laughs> like I've, like that's how accommodating the schedule is for the rest of the season.
0: Let's so see. Like who the, do they have? They okay. They, they have, have the a Cowboys,
1: week. and that's about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they have. They're on a buy this week. Then they have uh-huh. Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints. Whoa! Bears, Broncos. Holy shit, man! We got to talk about this on the show tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Then they have Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So mm-hmm. depending upon. Okay, those two Vikings games could be very important if they, if, if, yes, I they're, mean,
1: the, the Vikings are playing a lot differently than yeah. they were, uh, at the start of the season. But yeah, uh,
0: but that, now Dobbs is coming Andy's, in. At Andy's Vikings.
1: Andy, yeah, Andy's Vikings and, and my, uh, <laughs> my Lions could have some pretty big games. Yeah, that's year.
0: fun. And yeah, and he's Cowboys too. Wow. Okay. I know exactly, I can hear it in your voice. And, for me, the first time I ever felt that way, because I remember one time you and I were talking and I was like, I'm a Jets fan. And you were like, I'm a Lions fan. And I was like, at least you had Barry Sanders. And you were like, <laughs> go look at the history of the team, man. And then I said, you know what? I said, maybe Mike is right. I'm going re- to kind of look at this from another way. I try to do that, especially with sports, because you get so hepped up. Sometimes you have to stop and you have to say to yourself, maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe this player isn't good or this team, like you have to consider that. So I look back and after looking at, after reading some articles too, about just how historically bad the lines have been looking at some of that stuff, I said to myself, "Uh, he's right. The lines actually (laughs) are worse (laughs) and I mean, I kind of feel, it makes me feel a little like, what's that, Schadenfreude, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I, the first time I felt that way is when Parcells came to the Jets, and we had Vinny mm-hmm. Testaverde, and it felt oh, like, and, and that was after, I loved Ken O'Brien and Al Toon and Freeman McNeil, all the people I grew up with, but Joe Walton was a shitty coach, right, Um rich tight, I, I can't even talk about it. the coaches that the jets had and even even between even after um, Oh, speaking oh, well, oh, before you even
1: say it before you even say it speaking of which guess who else was within arm's length of me rex ryan was at ah, the lions game
0: there you go i was just gonna say <laughs> yeah. in between parcells and rex ryan
1: yeah that's and, all like wait let me tell yeah. him before he gets to the name because <laughs> yeah he was uh he was there yeah. i guess i guess he's related to somebody uh I guess he has a brother, like on the lion staff or something. Yeah, his I heard twin someone brother. Saying,
0: oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, Rob, Rob, yeah, right,
1: Rex, right, and yep. he walked right. He walked right through uh, the sideline area. That I was it. Yep.
0: His twin, his brother, has all the hair. They look exactly mm-hmm. the same, except his brother has like a you back in the day had really long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's been a while for them, but he's uh, he might have been doing report doing like some media stuff how did you get your can you say how you got your tickets or
1: it was through work because my job is a sponsor
0: that's cool man yeah i never i only once in my life i almost my father's buddy got credentials to be a photographer during a jets game and i was probably like 10 or 11 years old and the guy kind of knew my older brother a bit a little bit better than me so he brought him onto the field and my brother didn't even like fucking football and mm-hmm. i i never forgave my brother for that and many other things but <laughs> it's like i was <laughs> like that was like when the civil war began like motherfucker <laughs> you don't even like the jets um but um
1: speaking of Barry i saw i saw him too oh, um man. we did a i went to a uh Q and a Q&A chat thing with him. And I got I only, I didn't put a lot of those pictures on Facebook, but I put a picture just to show how close I was to Barry, uh, on there. So, uh, yeah, saw him too. Yeah.
0: That remains actually just recently. My son has gotten into football and he watches like YouTube clips and I got him into watching Barry Sanders, YouTube clips And one of the reasons why is he's playing at lunch and he was like, I scored a touchdown and I did this dance and all that. And I was like, no, you have to be like Barry Sanders. You score the fucking (laughs) touchdown, you hand the ball to the ref (laughs) and you walk to the sideline, right? Like if your teammate comes over, yeah, you hug him. You don't ignore him, you hug him. But you just kind of, yep, okay, on to the next play. Barry Mm -hmm. Sanders is one of my all-time favorite players. And to this day, now, I went to every Jets home game from like 1985 to 1997 or 98 or something. So every everyone that they played at home, I saw I saw Jerry Wright. I saw so many great fucking players, um, but no one even comes close. And I saw a lot of great basketball players too. Michael Jordan I saw live. I mean, that was amazing, but I was really high up at MSG for that one mm-hmm. but Barry Sanders running with the ball I've never seen anything like it before in my like it was I couldn't believe my friend Beerbo went with me and the whole time we just keep on kept on knocking each other on the shoulder going like what the fuck we're watching Barry Sanders!" <laughs> right.
1: yeah, that, yeah yeah I, oh man I, I know that feeling it was the best
0: well that's good to hear man yeah I had that joy with Parcells and it may be fleeting but at least you have it right and when you look around mm-hmm. the NFL There's a lot of shitty teams and there's a lot of, you know what I mean? Like past the new England Patriots, who else is really a dynasty? Like Heath says that often about the Cowboys. Yeah. Everybody loves the Cowboys, but when's the last time they fucking won? Right. Like Aaron Uh, says, I mean, it's been a while for a lot of teams. So it's great to see the lions and, um, yeah, they have a great team, and you mentioned Amon Ra Saint. That dude is fucking awesome, man. I love him. Yeah. He's on my fantasy team too.
1: Mine too. <laughs> I love but yeah, he, he was yeah, and he had a, he had a really good game. He didn't even score, and he was sick supposedly, and came out and I think he caught like eight passes for a hundred something yards, and yep. yeah, just another another Amon Ra type day great game. And, and, and what I, and I, I, this can be the last thing I say, but what I tell my friends when we, whenever we're talking about the lions and how, how different the season feels from the last 30 <laughs> um, is that uh, when they are beating, when, when they're winning the games that they're not supposed to win and then beating the shit out of the teams that they're supposed to beat, that's when, you know, you got a good team yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's what they've been doing. I mean, obviously they, you know, they lost the Baltimore pretty badly uh, last week and, uh, you know, but that every team you know loses almost every season. <laughs> every team loses. Very rarely wow. do you get an undefeated season. So you know it happens. Uh, I, I wasn't too upset about it because I knew they weren't going to you know run the table or anything like that in the Seattle game. And then uh, the Seattle game aged well. Like that was our our second game of the season. Uh, so we fell a one and one after that game. And I remember you know telling people like, I'm not disappointed because this doesn't feel like the same old Lions. Like that felt like the ga- a game that You know they played really well. Just Seattle just happened to play really good too. And I bet this isn't a situation where the Lions, you know, played like you know we're accustomed to the Lions playing and gotten beat, got beaten by an inferior team. I feel like Seattle's actually probably going to be pretty good (laughs) (laughs) because just watching that game. And now here we are, however many weeks later, and Seattle is one of the I think like what four teams with two losses something like that they're leading still, the nfc really-
0: west yeah now that they're not look at and yeah. what you're saying is evidenced not only by the seahawks themselves but the san francisco 49ers in their division who are behind them now after mm-hmm. dropping three games in a row yeah um, and
1: baltimore is our so. other loss which is another team which is one of the other yep. teams with two losses which is two losses yeah
0: lamar man oh i love lamar well, it'll be good to see, man. I'm root. I definitely am rooting for the Lions, um, and I think a lot of other people are too. And my only it's always hope, fun to get some
1: fresh blood in there.
0: Yeah, definitely. We just got to take out the Eagles. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the city of Philadelphia. I love the people. <laughs> Come on, there's a lot of good people there, but I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of the physical city, and um, I'm not a fan of Philadelphia Eagles either, though I did love Randall Cunningham back in the day. I wasn't a big Reggie White guy, but I loved Randall Cunningham.
1: Yeah, um, I, I like both of those players. You know, yeah. nothing, not, not, it's hard for me to really get into non Lions players like that. But, you know, in the handful of players that were non Lions players that I like, yeah, I, I like both of those guys. Well, I will
0: tell you this last night for Halloween, my son got a Jared Goff um, football card. And he was like, look, Dad, <laughs> <laughs> he's a winner. And I was like, damn, okay, all right, okay. Um, Side
1: note on him first guy that was on the field when I was yeah. out there. That's came good. out there and started stretching
0: that's the wrap uh, uh, on him bro that's the wrap on him first guy out there yep he is a he is a team player he is a 100% team player smart quarterback he'll be playing in the NFL forever you know he he, he just seems like that type of guy that um yeah. you know whenever this run ends and the team has to you know go down and rise like a phoenix again he'll pop up on some other team
1: right um yep. probably
0: the cults uh everybody goes to the cults <laughs> at some point um <laughs> okay. all right speaking of rising like a phoenix again let's talk a little bit about the golden bachelor i don't know why you're watching oh, the I, thought show. You I thought
1: that was gonna be a transition into marvel <laughs> talk because you were talking about phoenix and i'm like I okay he's going to talk about x-men and uh, then marvel see, I'm I'm like, okay all I, right i could have went
0: i could have went a number of different ways um yeah. but uh what, uh, what's, uh, why did you, you're not like a bachelor person. Why did you decide to watch this?
1: So I have seen the show a couple of times before. My wife is a bachelor person. Cool. Um, she hasn't watched in a while just cause I mean, we got too many kids now. <laughs> like it's just, it's just not as easy to sit down and watch something at that time of the day. Um, especially with a one-year-old. So, uh, we haven't, you know, we haven't watched the bachelor, uh in quite a long time but she was a big big fan of it and used to watch it all the time so it's always kind of been it's always kind of had you know uh, a a foot in the door in our in our tv viewing schedule a little bit but um it it was just the fact that i don't know i was compelled to see what it was gonna be like with older people man i I don't know i just I, i don't know what it was i just thought like i wonder what it's gonna be like when you don't have young people who are there and you got all the uh, the the messiness and the drunkenness you know all of the things that are you get accustomed <laughs> to with these reality dating shows how's it going to be with with seniors on it and you got messiness and you got <laughs> and it's the same shit <laughs> but yeah man I, I, yeah it was just sheer curiosity man and I'm not disappointed I've enjoyed <laughs> I have enjoyed watching this show
0: <laughs> yeah I mean the funny thing one of the things that Gina and I um, and Jenny we talked about this a bit. Um, is why do they keep on putting this motherfucker in convertibles every time he's on a date? They put him in a convertible, he's got two hearing aids, right? The wind is blowing, he's always like, Huh? He's like leaning his head into the fucking passenger seat, like on their lap. To I just think some of it is very funny. And he, in what is your impression of oh, well, his name is gary but it's spelled jerry Uh, yeah uh, i I keep calling him jerry because of how it's spelled i know it's it's (laughs) very strange but his name's gary uh jenny corrected me on that um (laughs) what do you think about him as as a leader as a person in general what do you what what thoughts do you have on jerry gary
1: he has a almost like a level of and, and and this is me also trying to keep in mind that there's always a part of me that questions anything that I see on any of these shows, like the re- yeah. the reality of it. Like, okay, how much of this is when I say reality, I mean authenticity. Like the authenticity of anything that I see on here. But assuming he's not, you know, trying to be a certain kind of person, he seems unusually. Borderline childlike in his like yeah. optimism and yeah. kindness and joy, yes. and, was, yep. and, and it, 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 watching him is kind of similar to how I feel when I would watch Love on the Spectrum. It's just like, oh, look at this guy! Oh, oh he God, likes
0: her. oh You totally <laughs> hit precious. the nail on the head, bro. That is um, that has been in the back of my mind that I have not been able. <laughs> to form Um, that full thought and you hit he it really is the way he approaches everything and the way he's like now i heard something i heard you have a special day today don't you and you're like what the fuck but you're also like oh my god i'm i'm like this is heartwarming like it just he, he really i think he's I've heard some people. I listen to different podcasts and read it. You know, I love. I'm kind of. I love Bachelor Nation. We dipped out on a couple, like on the guy Zach. His a couple seasons. Just I don't know. The show tried to explore itself in a way that I think it didn't really need to. And I'm a huge reality fan. And what you said is so key. Is When you watch reality TV, you have to be questioning that, right? Like that's kind of part of the fun too. And when someone like Jerry, Gary can go past your, um, intuition again, kind of like push you into a zone of like comfort and trust. It is a rare thing. Um, so I think that they've accomplished that on this show. But um, he is sometimes a little milk toast, and I, you know, I don't know the way he's making out with these women as well. I just think it had been a while for for him, and I'm just happy to see the guy. It, you know, it gives me hope. You know what I'm saying, man?
1: <laughs> right? Like, and the way he's been making out with these women, yeah. man, has been
0: <laughs> good for him. I'm like,
1: All right, go for go for it, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, grandpa.
1: Give it your all, pal.
0: He is ready to go, man. (laughs) The soldier's ready to march. Um, (laughs) I I like the dude. The women, I don't know. What do you think about the women? Uh, I've had, sometimes it's got, this is an actual very quick. Usually the episodes are two hours and usually the season drags on and on. This is, I think this is going to be. I think there's going to be only like ten episodes or something of this. Um, and
1: yeah, I mean, that's it's it's got to the. I mean, they're already at the end pretty yeah. much. Like, there can't be more than two or three left.
0: I don't know how many total episodes. I have to look it up, but
1: this I mean, there's is def- I mean, there's got to be like maybe like two or three, and then a reunion or something, right? Like that's how it goes, right? Um.
0: Yeah, we'll see. hey I'm going to look it up. Let's see how much Golden Batch episodes there are. But um, usually there are a lot more. I know that. And, and I think that they have been they've been changing stuff up. They actually the um, oh, yeah, we're only on to episode six. So I think this is only eight or ten episodes. Wait, total. six?
1: I thought six was the most recent one. The next no, one's not seven.
0: No, no, that's what I mean.
1: Oh, oh OK. Yeah. OK.
0: Um, oh, no. November 2nd is episode six. Yeah. Oh. It isn't 7, it's 6. So they've only oh. had 5 episodes. Wow, I thought it was I thought it was 7 too. But um yeah, it's usually a lot longer, but they 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 changed over the the producer of the show and they kind of changed out the whole like even the creator is Mike Fleiss is out. Um uh, they a lot of the people have switched over and there's like a new regime and i think that they're doing a great job with it because the last season of the bachelorette was similar to this it was faster the new season of bachelor in paradise is a lot faster and fun um and they're not cons. they're not like Going in on the same drama all the time and I think they've done a good job of this show too They had a little bit of drama between those two women when she was upset you like that She was goading like oh you you said how much fun you had (laughs) And it's like whatever. That was,
1: uh, that was awesome too. Like she like, you know, you shouldn't just say you shouldn't just say those things. You don't have to brag, even to yourself. And then like five seconds later, she's like, Yeah, he took he to a hot yep, tub.
0: Yep, yep, yep,
1: yeah. Like, oh that that's short term memory.
0: That's always oh that's damn. You know. That's always what it is. That's always what happens. And you know, I mean, also, I can only imagine that one of the reasons it's shorter too is because when you're in oh, your, oh yeah, they can't be. Yeah, they yeah. can't be doing this so long, yeah. right? Like they can't yeah, that, be. The there.
1: filming's probably arduous for the regular it show, is. like constantly yeah. filming. Probably, yeah. I, man. Yeah, no, they they can't do all that. They're even, probably like, yeah, we'll give you <laughs> like a week commitment, guys. Trust us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think this is at least, like half as long because even they become more honest about. Um, that the first night, usually they they arrive at like six or seven o'clock, and they 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 don't give out the roses until like six a.m. So Holy they're shit. up like all night filming, and they're I mean that's how you get people to act like this, right? Like, right? If everybody was well fed and and uh, hydrated, they wouldn't be yelling at each other. They'd just be kind of chilling. Um, right? Do you have a favorite of the final three <laughs> that is left? uh for uh Ah. leslie's wait let's see the other five who 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 who? who, what are their names Uh, it
1: was the Teresa one yeah right with the i feel like her lipstick always fucked up yeah um the the yeah the the fitness instructor one uh uh what was her name somewhere to l ellen no, she's no, it? that's the oh, one no, that got Ellen's sent home. Ellen's gone. Ellen, yeah, pickle, Ellen got sent home. Pickleball girl. Yeah, she got sent oh, home.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, the blondie, who I thought yeah. he was gonna choose. So I
1: could tell I could tell he was gonna send her the pickleball girl home when uh he said she said something to him, like she professed how she felt about him. And and, and in the previous one-on-one dates, he like started making out with the woman at that point. Yep. And then when that point was reached with Ellen, he like Patted her on the arm or something like that. It was something super like, "Oh, thanks for the compliment, pal." Like yeah. it was very you know, like, "Oh, yeah, he's not into her." No, <laughs> so. he
0: he likes brunettes. You could tell that from the very beginning. Um, that he likes brunettes. I am a fan. Um, I like uh Faith because she's the one that fucked Prince, right? Like she talked about oh, right. at the, beginning of the show. Yeah. She was yeah. like, I had sex with Prince. And I was like, okay, you are. Pre-. And she too. I also think that she is by, by a pretty large degree, the most attractive of, of who's left.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that is also has something to do. I mean, look, the guy's got what? 10, 20 years left, right? He, you know what i'm saying like yeah he might have a better time with Teresa, but she's a little rough um you know i don't know I, I don't know if she's as refined as uh as faith prince lady and also i don't know if you feel the same way i don't really care i just watch the show to kind of see what happens you know
1: yeah yeah i just i, I just like i said i've enjoyed watching how he interacts with the women yeah. and stuff like that like i always watch it just kind of like to laugh, like I'll be a little high, and then just like <laughs> watch it and just like kind of make fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the key, man. See, I try to get Heath into watching reality TV. I love watching it with my wife. We make fun. We have. We make jokes. We make each other laugh. You know. Um,
1: yeah, that's all, That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's all we do while we watch it. Just you know, kind of yeah. crack jokes and just you know, like I said, don't take it too seriously and you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, and this is really, really non-dramatic like they have done i'm i'm actually quite surprised that it stayed this classy because other seasons of this show it goes all the way to the bottom man like they, (laughs) they go to the bottom and 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 deeper than you thought was possible with some of the people that have been on this show but
1: yeah, um, I think you just remove some of that natural cattiness when they're that age, because like you could tell these women are all kind of like supportive of one another. And they're just like, oh, man, you had a shitty date. That sucks. Oh, whereas like, you know, the regular show, they I like, ah, fuck that bitch. I'm glad she had a shitty date. Yep. I made it shitty because I set her up. <laughs> you know, I told I told her so and so something bad about, you know, it's it's and it's always so messy. But, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, I, I can appreciate that, too. The lack of messiness with just the, just like I said, a little smidge of the one the one lady that was, you know, talking about her. Teresa bragging about all her dates that look that and even that was still just funny to me like <laughs> like it wasn't even somewhere I'm just like oh they're a messy it was just like oh that's, it, that's funny uh, yeah
0: <laughs> it was cute it was like a conversation that you walk past in a restaurant or something you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: like between two old ladies and you just kind of stand there pretending you're waiting for someone or like look at your phone and you get to listen to this drama, and to, that was just not nice. And then, like you said, <laughs> two minutes later, she does the same fucking thing. Um, right. All right, let's keep it moving. Golden Bachelor. I hope you continue to watch some uh, reality. If you do, I'll I'll, I'll I always wa- see what you're watching on the Facebook because I, I always have, watch I a lot of. A if I do watch, fan.
1: like if I watch reality, I need it to be like like pure trash. Like it can't be like, I don't want to be able, I don't want to have to even pretend like I'm taking it seriously. Like yeah, I, I, I like, I need that. to know it's pure trash. Like I, yeah. like, have you watched the? <laughs> my, my wife and I watched this. Have you watched the neck? Was it naked and something on max? Oh fuck. Naked. And
0: no, I have not. Uh, I have not watched that. Sh- I know. Uh, yeah, Peter but it's some UK show to watch this.
1: <laughs> they bought, I guess they got it. So you can attraction. Show. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, nigga, <laughs> shit is so fucking ridiculous, man.
0: Do they really just stand there and go like, "I, yes. I like your boobs. I like your leaner. Yes. yes. Okay, I gotta it's, watch see, that and with it's my not wife. even
1: And it's 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 actually worse than that. <laughs> like, I mean, 4K close-ups of uncircumcised dicks. Like, oh, oh I, lord, oh, it's like, oh, I, I I really like the curvature over. T- oh his his balls sit nice right <laughs> <laughs> like ah like... uh, wow oh, let me let me see, let me see your bum turn her up wow. oh man it's, it's a it's 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 pure and, and, and i love how they try to make it seem like is getting to something deep about the person like uh, normally when you have clothes on you can hide things but with no clothes on you have to be yourself i'm like no this is just smut <laughs> Like, yeah. what are you talking about
0: <laughs> yeah that's not that's that that's funny though okay i gotta watch that yeah
1: no it's 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 it's, it's something to. if anything is just something to see as a spectacle like wow i can't believe they actually put this out here <laughs> yeah
0: well there's another show i've been watching that just came out called house of villains that <laughs> brings together like nine or ten reality stars from all different networks and years, um including Ooh, that
1: sounds like something I like.
0: Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. Uh and the reason why it's pretty funny, the reason I wanted to mention it too is because like you were saying, having that I think as reality TV and as television in general evolves, you see things like, you know, I can't watch a show with a laugh track anymore. It's just too noticeable <laughs> to me, right? Like Sometimes I can watch like Seinfeld, but even some other old shows where it's too much. I just can't take it. And it's the same thing with reality TV. I think people are more sophisticated. And this house of villains, they talk directly to that. Like they'll say to someone, oh, you're just trying to get more Instagram followers. Don't try to be my friend right now. Like, or don't try to create this storyline I'm not going to be a part of your storyline. You're a part of my storyline. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And of course, Omarosa is on it. Um, okay of so course. It, she's like the queen of you know the queen bee because not only was she a horrible person on tv but in real life too she was in the trump administration
1: yeah she you was know? like in one of the like original yeah. uh reality show villains
0: yep she I, was. I, would, I would
1: watch that but i would i would hope that there would be like a person or two on there that i would know aside from Amarosa that i would like that that would kind of like pull me in like i because i don't know who all is on um, this uh, and I, I feel like there's probably a, a decent amount of people who i know but I would like for there to be, you know, one or two that I'm just like, oh, I haven't seen that person in a long time, and they were really entertaining on that one thing, um, and that would be make me more likely to.
0: Well, did to you? Check it out. So there's Johnny Fairplay from Survivor, who was an old I've villain. I've Never seen Survivor. Okay, New York from I Love New York, and she was okay, on. Okay, I know her. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah. Didn't she originally she start on show. the Flavor Flav show?
1: Yep, yep, yep. She was um, the. She was on the first season of Flavor Flav, and yep. then she got her own show later. Yep.
0: Uh, let's see. There's a girl from that's The enough, That's enough to get
1: me in there, right? Okay. <laughs> New York is enough to kind of sell me right there. And
0: she's great because she is chaotic. And to me, that is the real key to being a villain on reality TV is chaos. One minute, what, you're what nice. That on? Uh, it's, um, gosh, I don't even know. I think maybe it's like the C-Dump. Wait, maybe it's E Entertainment. I think it is E. Yeah, is is it? Uh, I think it's actually E. Let's see. Uh, I'll,
1: I'll look it up in the my app that I use for things. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: e, yeah, it's e on Law E E Entertainment Television. I'm surprised it's, it's, it's called on there.
1: House of Villains.
0: Yeah, and Joel McHale hosts it. Johnny Bananas from the challenges on it.
1: Oh, okay, I remember him. Um, he was, uh, yeah, he was on the Real World.
0: Yeah, yeah. but you wouldn't know. And Fisa was from 90 Day Fiance. Um, I wouldn't know that and this guy shake who was on uh um, sounds
1: familiar uh love was is, he on love um, is blind love is blind yeah, yeah yeah he was the indian guy yeah yeah yep. yeah
0: and bobby yeah. light who i don't know what the hell he's from um he was from bobby some sometimes? mtv show i i don't i don't know
1: bobby what
0: bobby light
1: light no i don't yeah, know.
0: i don't know i i don't remember what show he was on oh love and hip hop miami Huh. Which I never watched.
1: Yeah, no. I neither, mean, but I feel like I wouldn't. I would recognize a name from yeah. a hip hop show, but whatever. But yeah, I found it on here. It's got three. Epi- is that three episodes so yep. far? Yeah. Four episodes? Yeah. Three? Yeah, three. Yeah. They're
0: really good too. And Joe McHale is great as the host because he, I've always liked Joe McHale, yeah. and he's at his most biting and sarcastic, just making fun of them. Um, <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It, I really like it because it doesn't it's just no bullshit. And I also like the way they break the kind of fourth wall and they do it in the interviews too. So when they're doing their little, you know, uh, what do they call them? ITMs in the moments, you know, when the person's being interviewed, Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll show them like crime, be like, Oh, and then two seconds later, they'll be like, was that good? Did I do that? Do you have enough now for that one? Do you want me to do a take (laughs) of something different? Um, (laughs) So that's awesome too, because you know, that happens. Like I just, I don't yeah. understand as a fan of reality TV at TV in general. I, I just, I still don't understand how there's so many people who love something so much and yet still have absolutely no idea how it's made. They don't read about it. They don't invest it. They don't listen to interview, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. listen to interviews. They think these people are real. They're playing a role and that's okay right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what you're signing up. It's t- it's not real. It's television, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I just personally, I don't like the idea of feeling like a rube, like like, oh, we're going to watch this and totally buy in and feel and this feeling of like, ah, they're probably fucking with me yeah. and none of this is real. And like, I, I don't like that. So I'd rather just kind of come in cynical and just exactly. enjoy the show that way. Yes. And, and that's how it works. <laughs> and, and, you know, and then too, man, like, I think that there's just certain type of people who just aren't Interested in knowing stuff. That's so, true, so, too. So, that so you talk about people who don't want to, you know, learn about, you know. What's, uh, yeah, there's just people who just aren't interested in learning stuff. Yeah. I, I am. So, like, I, like, I kind of like to know how the sausage is made. And, you know, I, I think there's a it's a it's a it's a different type of watch to watch yeah. something like this completely just like. I'm just going to let it wash over me and be, you know, I'm going to buy everything that they're selling and a different and and then to watch it how you and I probably watch it with like a level of knowledge of not knowledge necessarily, but insight on maybe like how, you know, what's going on behind the scenes and, and a level of skepticism about, you know, how authentic everything is. It's a different kind of watch because then you look at it like. Like that that moment you just mentioned with the you know the, the the crying like oh did that work do you need me to do it again you you can kind of look at it that way and then you can see something like that and appreciate it later like ah oh do they were doing that kind of shit yeah <laughs> so it's it's a yep. it's a different type of watch but it's fun
0: exactly yep just a different eye and then sometimes you just turn it off and you you get caught up in something too and then you're like wait a second. I really got caught up in that. And that's bullshit. It yeah, <laughs> worked. They did a good job.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that, that, exactly. That reaction though, that yeah. worked. they did a good job, yep. not totally buying into whatever it is. Yeah.
0: I can never, it's, it's just fun stuff, man. Oh, the other guy that's on it who really is one of, I would have to admit I've watched a lot of reality TV and this motherfucker is low class. Um which is Jax from Vanderpump Rules. He, okay, I've never seen that. Okay. If you've anyone who's listening who has watched Vanderpump Rules, you know that dude, oh, man, like he fucked his best friend's girlfriend in their apartment on the couch while his best friend was sleeping in the room next door multiple like, times. For real? yes for real <laughs> okay. like he wow. did crazy shit and then not only that but then when he got caught he would be like well that's your fucking fall for falling asleep like okay. he he was just horrible <laughs> man like really no empathy person but um uh yeah he's kind of a prick but he is fun to watch
1: um, yeah i'll probably watch i'll probably watch this first episode after we're done recording <laughs> yeah you'll enjoy it let's yeah.
0: uh let, let's let's talk about the marvel shit Um, this is something that I wanted to talk about for a while. We covered Loki, um, back in the day. Right. And, uh,
1: man, that feels like ages ago.
0: Yeah. And also, um, we also did, uh, Captain America.
1: Oh yeah. Falcon, Falcon, the winter soldier. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, so we both are fans, Um, I was, my story a little bit was that I wasn't so much of a fan. My son kind of pulled me in. I grew up reading all these comics. I love comic books. And obviously we're at the point now where if it's not stock price or, um, you know, like a like what's happening with Jonathan Majors, something uh, that an actor or actress is doing, going back to like Scarlett Johansson, suing them when they put Black Widow on HBO like or Disney Plus. And it's just, it seems like Marvel has really went from the pinnacle, everyone being in awe after Endgame of what they were able to accomplish in about 10 years, to something that most people, I feel I almost feel like at this point to be anti-marvel is to be in the majority. And most people are complaining about it. there's problems with it. there's just seems to be a bunch of issues. And recently there was a book that came out. Um, by Dave Gonzalez, Gavin Edwards, and Joanna Robinson, who is a podcaster who used to, I, she's with the ringer now, but she used to do with Dave yeah. Chen, Game of Thrones and everything back in the day. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I know yeah, I, I know I know her and I know the I, I know the book that she had yeah. put out. I, I don't have it, but I, I'm aware of it.
0: And I think that's made, made a lot of people talk about it because she had some revelations and there's a new art there's a new article today in Variety from Tatiana Siegel. Which has some crazy revelations like a single episode of She-Hulk cost twenty-five million dollars. <laughs> Just like and,
1: uh, all the for crazy, blurry CGI.
0: Yeah, for terrible CGI. Which after but a then while, again,
1: Game of Thrones spent twenty-five million for yeah. some shitty dragons and overly dark scenes. That's so. true.
0: You could say you could have there is a comparison there. Yeah. Um, and for the same thing, right? Rushing. It's all about <laughs> rushing, right? Rushing to get to a, a, a date you've announced and all this. But um, I sent you this article. I don't know if you had a chance to read the whole thing, but I know that you yeah, don't, I did. I you, read it. Okay, cool. And I know that you keep up on this. Where are you at with Marvel right now? Like, are you excited for the new the Marvels coming out? Have you been excited for for the TV shows? Where are you at
1: now? I still watch everything, and I'm excited for nothing. I, I the 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 what you said is the case like I'm at a point right now and it really it's not even about like me specifically or how I look at it it just boils down to the shit's just not good anymore and and that's all it is you know I hyped it up when it was good and when it's not it's not and I just you know I watch it to keep up I watch it because I want it to be good I watch it so you know because again it is kind of like you know a one long story you know if you miss something you might be lost at the next juncture so you know I still watch everything I still have high hopes for everything but I don't, I don't anticipate or look forward to anything that they've been putting out because nothing has been good to me aside from I thought Guardians 3 was great. And no, I think that's about <laughs> I think that's about I think the Guardians 3 is probably the last thing that they did that I liked since uh, the Spider-Man that had all the Spider-Man's in it. <laughs> no way home. Wow. And yeah, that wasn't I, I, even I just, like a
0: Marvel movie. That was a James Gunn movie you know the guardian guardians yeah. Yeah. guardians 3
1: yeah that that the, and i thought that was interesting too how they put that in the in the article how that how shitty that must have been to have their biggest success be something that's now that was made by the guy that now runs the D- the dc yeah. uh dc uh vision division but yeah i i, I feel like I mean, it, all that stuff that the article said is is has really been true. Like the, the quality's been down. You've seen a lot of a lot of the uh, stuff that felt rushed. And when I say felt rushed, I don't mean like plot lines. I mean like like they mentioned about the CGI and having to go back and reshoot stuff, and and then having to pivot with everything that happened with Jonathan Majors. Like you could tell all that stuff, even when you can't see it on the screen, it it you you feel it. It's present. Like if you didn't know about the Jonathan Majors thing, you wouldn't know it by watching Loki. But when you do know about it, it hangs over everything. You're just like, because it's like I can't even. I feel like I can't even fully fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Because I feel like there's no like, I know where I know that this has no, this has no destination. Like they're not gonna like somewhere a pivot's coming at some point that's gonna make all this stuff with Jonathan Majors not really matter as far as it being Jonathan Majors anyway. So it's like it's it's even impacted my enjoyment of Loki. I feel like Loki's even kind of. Uh, gone off the rails. Like I, I it's like I enjoy it because he is such a captivating actor and character. And and he he's just, I just enjoy hanging out with this guy who we've been around since the first Thor movie. But like man, the, the fucking time travel science talk on that show it's just ridiculous, man. Like my man from Indiana Jones the the stuff that the stuff that he says is just ridiculous. Like I'm watching it like I, I'm not supposed to be taking this seriously, right? Like, like, like. I feel like it's it's making fun of itself, right? Like, they, yeah. I'm not supposed to be taking some of these lines seriously. No, I don't. He's think like, so. oh, the the he's like the 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 uh, bars in the loom need to be widened to fit more branches through. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about,
0: man? <laughs> yeah, the, it is that Loki. You really have to just let that stuff slide by until they yeah, get to the to point where they're like and they even did it in the um i guess it was the first or second episode um when he first goes in he was like what he's like just take this thing put it in the hole <laughs> right like yep. and yeah that is a, a lot it it's uh it, it it does seem to be almost self-referentially silly um and in a sense i think it's kind of perfect for this show to be on now when a lot of people are talking about what's going on because I think that's where they found themselves. You worked up over a 10-year period, right, from like 2009 to 2019 to get to Endgame. You had a great villain which you had kind of secretly put little clues in and then you realize later, oh my God, that whole movie was something about Thanos, right? Like, wow, this is kind of good. You had the intro movies where you're just introing a character, but they've stumbled. And I think in many ways, I think we've kind of talked about it before. It's like the whole Thanos thing, they call it phase one. It was season one. It was the first season of Marvel, because these are really, it's funny they've had so much trouble making TV when they say they're making the TVs like the movies, but they're making the movies like TV. <laughs> you know what i <laughs> Like, they I see are. you yeah. They're TV shows, <laughs> they're not movies. I'm sorry, like when Martin Scorsese gets all the flack and everything, I think it's just because he's not explaining himself properly. And what he's he sh- not
1: explaining himself, probably because he's fucking hating them. Yes, like, like, yeah, 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 you're right, like about the about how they make them and stuff. But what is also right is Scorsese's just a fucking hater. He's just he, he's a, he's a, a snob, rightfully so, because he's one of the goats at what he does. He's a snob and he just doesn't like the fact that something like that is yeah. getting all the talk and all the money and. N- n- the when he puts something out, even though it's still like holy shit, there's a new Scorsese. It's not like holy shit, there's a new Avengers. <laughs> so he's probably he's just in his feelings about it, which is ridiculous at his age with his accomplishments and how celebrated and recognized he is. But yeah, well, Scorsese needs to shut the fuck up. Yes. But it, like yes, the like the, the you're what you say what you're saying is accurate, but Scorsese, yeah,
0: we okay. got to remember who. I mean, we see him now and he looks like little old grandpa. This is the same motherfucker that was snorting like four pounds of cocaine a day, making Raging Bull and fucking Taxi Driver. Okay, <laughs> this guy is not normal. People, he has not yeah. lived a normal life, and he lives in a cocoon of opulence and his own amazingness.
1: Good for and him. People who are and people who are probably similarly amazing.
0: Yeah, he deserves it. He's the. Fu- You're yeah. right. Like, I mean, he's he's up there, but he's basically. That's what he should just say, like, "Oh, it's great, that's fun, but it's more like a te- it's a long television show, it's a serial." And I think that this season two of Marvel is just kind of a sophomore slump. I think they can pick it up again at some point with mm-hmm. the no, X Men, other right, other properties, and maybe even characters we haven't thought of. There is like thousands of fucking comic book characters that they created, right? Um, yeah, I- so. What were you like gonna when, say?
1: When you said when you said sophomore slump, I think that was the perfect way to describe it. It's like when you, if we are, if we're gonna call the first phase season one, it's like if you have a you know a great first season of a show, and and that would be understating what phase one was to film, like just an unprecedented level of success over an unprecedented amount of time. Like when you do something like that. Like, like, where do you go from there? Like, you, because you, you can't really, you, you gotta do the exact same thing again. No, you want to do something different. Like, you're bound to have like this, this, this period where you're kind of tr- just trying to figure shit out, and that's kind of what this feels like right now. Is how yeah. do we, yep. how do we transition into the next thing, and and and, but keep putting out content to keep p- making the fans happy and keep progressing these these storylines, these these television episodes per se. But like. It, it, a lot of these things just feel like they feel like that. Like they're just kind of like, okay, let's just keep something out here, just to, you know, keep our names in people's mouths while we try to figure out how we're gonna end up making Doctor Doom the next Thanos, or or uh, you know, whoever they might plan on doing. Or well, well, it was Kang, but like now they have to you know pivot. And I think you're seeing that it does feel like a sophomore slump, but then it also feels like. Once they get things settled, they get you know they're changing things up that you, you the whole thing with Daredevil being scrapped and all that and restarted and you know they're trying to get things right. They still have they still have X-Men and 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 uh Fantastic Four in their back pockets that they can look at it and go, Okay, these are the things that these these cannot miss. So we <laughs> we have to make sure we come in with the level of certainty uh with for anything X-Men or Fantastic Four that we had when we were bringing in the uh uh, fuck the brothers that made the Avengers and I don't know why I'm blanking on their names Russo. right now. Uh, Russo brothers, yes, we were bringing in the Russo brothers. We need that level of certainty with X Men and and Fantastic Four. They get they get that. They'll be season season three will yeah. be the comeback season.
0: Which is I always laugh too. Um, there was some recently one of the Russo brothers made like a TikTok making fun of Martin Scorsese or something. I was like motherfucker. About 15 minutes before Marvel hired you, you were directing community episodes. You guys came up in TV. You were hired because you were TV guys. Because in this structure, the story comes from up high, and you're doing that bidding. You do not have final cut. You don't have final control, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I I think the whole thing is kind of funny. And you were talking about Daredevil lordy lordy man that thing is supposed to have 18 motherfucking episodes 18
1: that was that was their first mistake right
0: there that of course yes definitely number
1: one was 18 episodes it's
0: crazy um but i agree with a lot of what you're saying and with the fantastic four as you mentioned dr doom and x-men you've got another fucking 20 years of stories that you can tell they'll probably close they'll use loki hopefully They'll use Loki and all this multiverse shit to close the multiverse in some way, right? Like you mm-hmm. won't be able to travel between or they all come together or something. I mean, back in the day in the comic book, they just have a war, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, Loki would kill the uh, the variant. They'd kill all their variants until the one remain and you'd get some from this Dimension, some from that, right? Like all Earth 10, 12, or, or that was DC with all the different Earths or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even well, with Jonathan Majors. They both did that, though. They yeah, have, that's true. They, they, did it, yeah. they did both do that. um With Jonathan Majors, it's so, it just fucking sucks because he is such an amazing actor. And what he is doing in Loki alone and just everything he's in. He's just fantastic, and it's terrible the shit you hear that he's doing in real life, and especially as in this article um, shows how it aligns with what he was working for Marvel and Disney and doing that role, right? Like shit that happened in London and all this kind of stuff, and did they help cover it up, you know? But even with him, with the multiverse, you can just replace him. You know, he dies, someone pops up and they go, who's that? And they go, you know who I am. And then that's him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they can replace him, but they can't replace, but it's, it's the fact that he's so good and such a great actor, just so like, I feel like he would have been. He's like a Brando character back in the day. Brando did this type of shit. So many of those guys in the 50s and 60s and what a 70, 80, whatever, did the t- same type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um mm-hmm. today's a different time. And and that means that he's not probably not gonna continue in this role. Uh and it uh, sucks, man. Yeah, because he, he is really now an, another person who is not good. And I have to point out some of the mistakes they made, too, I think, were with casting. And Mm -hmm. one of the biggest mistakes that they made is uh, Miss Marvel. I don't know what the fuck happened that they told her, not Miss Marvel. What's her name? I I get mixed up between Marvel, Mrs. I don't know who
1: you're talking about. (laughs) Uh,
0: What the blonde girl. What's her name again? Uh, uh, her name is uh, Br- Brie Larson, Larson. I'm sorry, Captain, Mar- Captain yeah. Marvel, Captain yeah. Marvel. Okay, sorry. Miss Marvel is the young girl from the TV show who is actually yeah. awesome. She's yeah, great yep. casting. She's like yeah. some of the best casting they've done. Uh, but Brie Larson, what the fuck happened to like, did they sit her down and say, okay, in order to play this character, you must suck all personality and joy out of yourself look like you really need to take a shit the whole time that you're on the screen and you're annoyed with everyone around you and that's going to project power to everyone she's horrible in this that was a show. perfect
1: description. that's exactly what she's given like oh this is going to project power
0: yeah she's horrible She's absolute like it is some of the worst interpretation of a character that I can remember in Marvel. I think she might be for me the worst casting decision that they've ever made. Uh, I yeah, just I, I, I have don't to think get about
1: it, it but because there's so many people, but yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> you're nailing it right now. <laughs> she's
0: terrible. that's yeah, she's absolutely terrible. And I have I have very little interest in this film, basically because of that. Because she just gives me and the thing is, this is an actress who came up acting her ass off in like small indie movies, and, right? Yeah, and having so much personality and like lighting up a screen. But then she got famous. Put and there's and like her face doesn't move anymore. Too she went a little overboard with the Botox, and she does car commercials and and grimaces at people with a hard grill that's the way i look i'm like i feel like i'm walking down the street in new york you know what i'm saying and it's like really cold (laughs) right you know and i'm like i'm like talking on my phone loud or something everyone's just that's the way she just is so i think they kind of fucked up people talk about it. it's this big huge thing but give it some time They'll come back, make some stuff that's interesting. And I like the way you put it, which is I'm not really excited. I'm going to keep up and watch it. But if it's good, I like it. And I, I've been pleasantly surprised by this season of Loki. I think once you do get past a lot of the jargon, which I think is a joke and funny, um, mm-hmm. it's been kind of fun. You know, I think all the characters that's, that's are sure, fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's been kind of fun, but the other, but the Sam Jackson one was awful. That was, uh,
1: the, invasion. uh, Oh, secret, secret. Secret I I already forgot about it. Wow. Uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I thought secret invasion started really promising. And then I quickly realized that this was going to be six episodes. It should have been an hour and a half movie (laughs) and, and, and it it very much felt that way. And yeah, like what you said about majors too, man, like this, timely character that he's playing on there like what are the what a, don't even know how to describe what he's doing with this character it's awesome like it's it's yeah it's it's so interesting it's so different it's not just a mere kind of like like on the surface you, it, you oh he stutters or something like that or he stumbles over whatever but it's not just that like there's no it's so weird it's like there's no cadence to it it's like a I don't know. It's really hard to describe what he's doing, but I find it really interesting. Like the, his speech patterns, his movements, like all what everything he's doing. And yeah. then I love how, are you caught up on it? You've seen all the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it was in the last one. He's even found ways to be like sneaky, funny. Yeah. Like in this role too. Dude, like, I loved in The last episode.
0: He is an extraordinary actor and I hope he gets help. I hope he admits it and says, look, I'm an intense motherfucker. I hurt people. I hurt women. I hurt myself. I need to get help. And he goes yeah. and gets help and becomes a better person. Like similar to Robert Downey Jr. That motherfucker was horrible. Yeah. If look up some stories about him.
1: Oh no, I know. I was yeah. told, I'll, I'll, No, I'm, I'm just talking to the general him.
0: audience. Like, oh, he yeah. he was just a very bad guy. And uh he he turned his life around. But he was hurting. I mean, all people who are doing that are hurting themselves right and mm-hmm. and there's something wrong inside that he is unhappy and perhaps he can be happy what what the, what how does that affect the his victims and so that's up for them to decide that's a different matter but as far as him continuing to act as a fan of him as a as a performer i hope he does because I think he's one of the best actors that we have going.
1: Oh, I I agree completely. You know, when when I watched Lovecraft Country, did you watch that?
0: I watched half the season. I don't know why. It was just one of those shows that there was so much on. I want to go yeah, back there was and watch at that time. It. Yeah, I want to go back but and finish it.
1: When I watched that show, it had its ups and downs. But when I watched that show, I remember watching. I was like, that guy's going to be a fucking star. Yeah. And I did not think it would happen this fast. But like he, he shot up so fast and justifiably so. And yeah, he, he's been. Yeah, I hope I hope you're right. I hope he does. Uh, yeah. Have like a Robert Downey Jr. kind of kind of situation because it, yeah. it is kind of similar. Uh, not the downfalls are are different, but like the, you know, the the way Downey was establishing himself as he was coming up in, in yeah. the same way that Majors is, you know, if if hopefully Major's situation doesn't go as badly as Downey's did, but you know, hopefully Majors can come back and and have, you know, have his, you know, Oppenheimer, <laughs> you know, movie or something like that. But yeah, he's been, he's been awesome. I loved when Miss Minutes uh he said he said something in the last episode and Miss Minutes responded and, and, and whatever they were doing took effect. And she started glitching in that moment and under his breath without stuttering, he said something like no need to mock. And I was like, Oh, shit!" That's a, that was like a yeah. really sneaky, it was so quiet and it was really funny. And it was just a little play on, on, on how he does the character. And I'm like, Oh, that was sneaky, funny. I'm like, man, I'm going to miss seeing him <laughs> yeah. on, uh, on, on these, in these movies. If he, if that's what ends up happening, I'm, Assuming it will, I just don't know how. I don't. But know. I, they got to have something planned for this for the, whatever the last episode is. Probably episode six.
0: I, I don't uh, I,
1: something that's going to give us a clear understanding, I guess, of what's going to happen, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I I think so, and I and as we've read in the article too, it, he remains to be at the focal point of things. So uh, yeah, I I think. W- I, you know, I don't want to put my uh, tinfoil conspiracy hat on here, but you're talking about like the biggest um, television and film company in the world with a major billions of dollar franchise that they've put him at the head of in a way for at least the time being right as a major villain. I have a feeling that if it gets to a point, what I described is what's going to happen. And there's just Mm -hmm. gonna be, and I think what has to be overcome is the legality that surrounds it Um, because you can't make statements like that while trials and things are happening. So I think once the legal situation is resolved in some way or a plea deal is made or an agreement between the parties, they'll, we'll see a kind of, you know, uh, A, an apology and a a kind of comeback at some point for him. Um, But hey, we've seen it so many times with performers of all types and artists of all types. When you have that intensity and that originality, a lot of times, um, you're troubled.
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's weird how that is. Yeah, Yeah, like how that. Yeah, how that somehow births this. Yeah, this creativity or, or uniqueness that's that resonates with people. It, it's 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 weird because there is almost a part of me that's jealous, <laughs> like like, like oh, I wish I could achieve that those levels of of creativity uh, without being fucking weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. There is people who do it, but it's tough. Yeah, there is. You know, um, it doesn't always have to come out negative too, but I think it just affects to be and so obsessive as well. You know, um, it's sad, but I hope that works out. And the the word on the street is that Brie Larson's leaving that role after she doesn't she wants to leave the role because I guess their powers are all merged. There's another way to do that, too. But, oh, I wanted to ask you a question because I haven't had a chance to talk about this with anyone At the end of Secret Invasion, and this is some spoilers for Secret Invasion, but trust me, you don't need to really watch it. At the end of Secret Invasion, Daenerys Targaryen becomes the most powerful mutant, whatever they're calling it, superpower person ever. She has the powers of like 10 other people, including Captain Marvel, right? If I'm I'm remembering correctly. (laughs)
1: Because it was so messed. It feels accurate. Uh,
0: It was such a poor delivery for something that I think is going to be vitally important. And I don't, that's what I don't, that's why I feel that show in a way may have jumped the shark on everything because they turned it into this thing where they were just stealing the blood of superheroes and creating um, a, compound a, V. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> uh, right. A super compound V that puts all the powers together. So she ends up having the powers of, I think, Ant-Man without the PIM particle or something. Like, I don't know. She grows big and small. She, she, she somehow has like, she's like Groot,
1: I think at some point, like her <laughs> arm. <laughs> it's just, I, honestly dude i honestly don't yeah. even remember because like okay. i was not i was barely paying attention during only, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay. during that ridiculous fucking i was yeah. like this is so bad <laughs> i'm like let me let me see what's going on on twitter
0: <laughs> yeah i guess i guess so all right i guess we'll see what happens with that because i just thought that that was really weird and i still never understand when things are happening but whenever they get back to that in a movie or something, isn't that going to be like. Because the big thing about introducing Captain Marvel was how powerful she is. Mm-hmm. So if you have someone that has her powers plus all these other powers, then, you know, I guess that's the most powerful person. I-, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll like, be banished when- too.
1: I- I'll start caring about the logistics when they do. Like like right? because right now is like watching that that episode and that ending and that whole that whole fight sequence that you're talking about. Like that just kind of felt like, all right, look, if you guys don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck either. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not going to try to make sense of this. So I'm, I'll just wait until this is over this this fight sequence and I'll just see what comes of it. And I feel like that's that's the attitude I'm going to have whenever they present that kind of stuff to me. So like when I feel like they're they're giving a shit. I'll worry about, you know, like like how you said, like, I don't know when things are taking place. Like, I've very much become kind of like how you were before you got into it, this kind of very jaded, like, ah, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, they're, they're not even fucking trying. Like, you know, just... I'm not even ready to take them seriously right now is, is kind of where I sit. Mm-hmm. And, and And that sounds worse than I mean it. It's just... I can tell that this is not a moment where I should be expecting high-quality content, and I'm not. So I'm just kind of just entering into everything and just like all right let's see what's going on here and maybe something will surprise me like okay for instance she-hulk surprised me i enjoyed she-hulk i thought it was funny i was like this is not what i expect- expected it was kind of more of like almost like a sitcom than anything else and i was like oh this is kind of fun and you know but it also i didn't go into it expecting fucking uh you know the next loki or the next uh daredevil or something like that i went into it like i don't know what the fuck this is going to be so let's see what happens and it ended up being kind of fun so it's like you know right that's kind of my approach like i'll just see what happens
0: yep yep yeah, i agree i agree and i think that at this point there's so much of it that that's all you can do because it's really going to depend on this certain project i think you know no yeah. matter and how hard. gonna rely on yeah
1: oh i'm sorry go ahead
0: no i was just gonna say no matter how hard they try to make everything uniform in the same universe, it really does come down to who they cast in that specific role, the director, Mm -hmm. the writers, you know, it, it matters.
1: Yeah. And I think, and I think Loki specifically, the second season of this show is going to be a pretty big pivotal moment too. Like, cause I feel like we have to have some sort of idea of what's coming next by the end of this season. And I don't know. I don't even know what to expect. Do I should I expect to be blown away or surprised or is this going to fizzle out? But I feel like I feel like this should be important because this is the culmination of the Jonathan Majors thing. And Jonathan Majors is was supposed to be the big bad of the next phase. And now they've had to audible. So what's going to happen now at the end? Because I'm pretty sure whatever they originally had planned for season two of Loki and how it was going to end is different. It's now different. Whatever we're going to see is different from the original plan. So what is it? And I I think that's going to be pretty important. I think we'll have an idea of at least some sort of an idea of what direction they're going to go and whether or not we should look forward to it.
0: Yeah. I like it, man. Uh, Continuing on the superhero vein before we go, how are you enjoying Gen V? the uh, Ah. spit off of the boys.
1: Oh yeah, man. I I love Gen V, man. Well, I I, want to say I love Gen V. I, 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 I I reserve love for things like succession, but like, I really, I really, uh, I really enjoy Gen V though. Like it's, it's, it's the boys in, 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 in spirit, you know, it's, it's, it's the same kind of energy, same kind of vibe that you get from the boys, but it is different. And it's different in ways that I don't find objectionable. (laughs) Uh, no, I, I, I've enjoyed kind of this the the teenagers and them kind of trying to make the plot points and the powers be things that would resonate with people who are around that age right now and giving them unique kind of uh I, I, almost uh like side effects to their yeah. <laughs> to their powers yeah. like I I feel like that's kind of a, a cool little feature. Um, I feel like most of the cast has been pretty enjoyable. Like I, I I don't mind any of these characters at all. Um, I think the Jordan character is kind of, eh, um, and, and that power set of, 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 of going back and forth with the genders, that feels a little bit too like you're doing too much trying to uh <laughs> try to, to 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 suck up to the current uh to oh, the current yeah. culture I mean, they dynamic did it here. across
0: the board, right? They have the purge, the binging, purging,
1: yeah, the cutting, yeah.
0: And the gender dysmorphia, or, or right? Right. I, I yeah, think that, but
1: with jo- with Jordan is the one where I feel like they didn't really try hard enough because that character isn't really like the 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 the, the, the I yeah. The, 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 the I agree. it's not even really a power set like turning between a boy like that's not that's not that their real power. The character, yeah. yeah, but that doesn't benefit that's the character anyway. That's just yeah, that's just a thing that they put on there. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of pointless. <laughs> so it's like that, that one is, is a bit too much. And, and even the, both the, both versions, I think the, the boy actor and the girl actor, I think are both kind of mediocre, but um, I, I, I like the, um, uh, the actress who's playing Kate. I like the actress who's playing Marie, the, the, the main character. Um, I, I think the guy who plays Andre, he's okay. Um, I uh, save the last dance playing his dad. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's been fun. I, you know, I, I like the violence. I, I, I don't. The only thing I don't really care about on the show is the when they the, their little side love story between uh, the the brother and the the girl who can shrink. Uh, that's that, oh, that hasn't yeah. gone anywhere at all. But you know, it's it's a fun watch every week.
0: Um, yes, that is, and I am sad too. And this is some minor spoilers for the show that Patrick Schwarzenegger doesn't, didn't continue on in the show longer. Um, I really like him. I think he's a good actor, man. Um,
1: I, I haven't seen him in anything. I don't think.
0: Yeah, Um, he was, uh,
1: I I was looking forward to seeing what they were going to do with him. Um, so I'm a am dis- a bit disappointed that I didn't get to see him in, in the sense of like him as an actor. Like yes. I wanted to see like how is this guy gonna be? Yep. And I feel like I'm not getting a good sample size here. But yeah. I did like the fact that I thought he was going to be the season's Homelander. And they were like, Nope, he's not going to be Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, well you subverted that expectation.
0: Did you watch the staircase, the dramatic one on HBO? He was the son on that. I think that. No, might've...
1: no, I, did, I didn't see that. Okay. I did plan on watching it, but I, I, ha- I have not seen that.
0: And I think he was in some um, kind of like, uh, uh, some, I don't know. Was he in some kid, more like teen type of stuff at a point? But um, I always look at him like, God, it's Patrick. Wow, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. It's crazy. Um, he looks like
1: somebody who would have been on like a CW show. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I, I like this show. I think sometimes for a show that's based on a show that does nothing but make fun of everything, like <laughs> this show is not, I don't feel it's as deep, a skewering of modern America that the boys is. No. And I do think that they, Kai at certain points when it's convenient, they dive deeper into my powers that I cut myself or my, when I throw up, I get small, like that like when they make that metaphor, it's a little stretched because they really want to get us to, The point of what Voight is doing or, or what's happening down in the, in the woods or whatever they call it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, what the, um, uh, the university president is up to, they want to get us to that story. So I kind of feel like the show actually is best when it's on that route of Mm -hmm. doing like much like the boys, um. And I wasn't a huge fan of the we're trapped inside her mind episode. I hate that. That's like, to me, it's like um, imaginary friends or trapped inside something or I, I, or a dream tells you something. These are like mm-hmm. tools that usually frustrate me that I'm not a fan of in books or film or TV. or I'm just not a huge fan of it. But it didn't last too long. Overall, I have to say I'm kind of surprised. Um, I felt the first episode was a little overboard with the violence and the big dick and all that kind of shit. And it kind of toned down a little bit and found its way. But I really do like it's just like the boys. Sometimes I'm watching the boys and I'm like, what the fuck? And then sometimes I'm like, This is fucking amazing. This is really funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I really I, I kind I really do enjoy it. I think they've done a really good job and the casting is is pretty good and i agree with you about um the character that switches back and forth because sometimes i'm kind of i'm a little uncertain it's like they all have some kind of power but then also they're all generally just superhuman and can run fast throw things lift things and recover from injury Mm -hmm. you know what i mean (laughs) it's right like it just goes without saying. So they're a little bit amorphous um, about the powers sometimes. But eh, what are you going to do? You know, I still I yeah, still it's, think it's, it's, fun. Yeah, it, it's fun.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's not, it, you know, it's not going to be like on my top 10 or anything like that. But, it, you know, it, it's a fun show and I enjoy watching it every yeah. week. And and I said my biggest problem with it is, is I feel like it's it, it, my biggest problem is simultaneously one of the things that I also like about the show, which is like I said, I like how they. It's a creative approach to the powers to have that kind of like side effect aspect that can resonate yeah. with the youth, but I, so I like that they ch- tried something different with that. It's just it, like like I said with the Jordan character at times it feels really kind of forced and it's just like ah uh, uh, th- that's yeah. not really relevant though. <laughs> like, no. So you know it, it's it's a bit on the nose, but. Um, I, 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 appreciate the try and, and I, I also appreciate like you said too, about that first episode, it, it was, it, it had, it came out like, Hey, we want you to know we're very much like the boys. So here's a tiny person on a giant dick and, and you know, <laughs> yep. you know, just so you know, this is, it's good. It's going to be like the boys, but they have kind of toned it down. Uh, even the big over the top, uh, violent sequences that the boys, uh, does a lot, uh this show hasn't had one of those even in a in a couple of episodes. Yeah, and yeah. when they did do it, it was with puppets. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah, they they're really focusing on on this story with the woods and 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 what Vaught is doing to these kids. And yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. It's a fun watch every week.
0: I agree. Um now there is an uh to cap out a trifecta of superhero shows or discussions, um I'm pretty sure you watched the first season of Invincible, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Amazon. I'm thinking like, man, what can he be talking about? I'm like, there's three superhero things <laughs>
0: <now?"> <laughs> like,
1: um, Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, covered, yeah. I covered the first season on my okay. channel. Okay,
0: yes. Because it's been a while. It's been almost like yeah. two years or two something. Two years, I
1: think, probably, yeah.
0: I'm in the middle of re-watching. I said to myself, I'm going to watch episode one. And then I'm going to watch episode uh, eight. There's only eight episodes in the first season. But I got yeah. so into it after I was five <laughs> minutes into the first episode. I was like, I'm watching the whole season. <laughs> season two comes out November 4th. So it's, what fourth? is it? Yeah, it comes out this I weekend.
1: Thought, no, I thought it came out tomorrow. Oh, it comes out tomorrow? When, I, I thought, it, so, was I thought it was the 4th. Second.
0: 4th. Okay, okay, that makes more sense, though. That does make sense.
1: Yeah, the fourth is a Saturday yeah i'm pretty sure it's tomorrow man
0: okay i think you let's see i'm looking at premiere oh well it's it, uh, it it's it we're it, we're in between it's officially november 3rd
1: oh, okay oh so, i know why i'm confused because uh something else comes out tomorrow uh something on netflix um uh so uh all the uh, fuck some with lights in it oh yeah you oh, can just... see Yes, that, yes, that comes on Netflix tomorrow and then Invincible is, is yeah. uh, the next day. Yeah, so I, I have okay. them swapped, yeah.
0: So I'm gonna be waiting till I finish um, re-watching season one, but as I'm re-watching season one, I'm just really, again, and this is written by uh, Robert Kirkman, the guy who did The Walking Dead. It was a comic mm-hmm. that I didn't know has like, a lot of issues, and I think, and and I think it's done too. Um, Invincible, yeah. I, I, if I, if because I, I, I heard an interview with him. Um, I think so. I don't know. Do you read the comic?
1: I no, but I. I think I bought the first volume digitally, so, okay. but I haven't read it yet. And it's like a like cause if I don't know if it's done. If it if it's not, it's close to it. But it's like they they they've, it, they've released enough to where they've got like I think there's like three or four volumes that like you know have a whole bunch of uh, issues in it. So like I think I bought the first one digitally, but I haven't I haven't even started it yet. And I bought it like right after. <laughs> <laughs> right after i watched season one like right after the finale was over i was like i gotta get into this <laughs> yeah. and i bought that and i haven't even started it yet
0: that's what happens man yeah. um i just I, i've just been blown away again at how awesome this is and i think it ended up on my best of list for that year um yeah i, I
1: mean i, I might probably i think it was on mine too
0: yeah it's really really good if any if anyone's listening and they have not checked out invincible on amazon it's 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 a cartoon. It is animated, but it is totally adult, and it, <laughs> that's
1: an understatement. <laughs> and it's
0: actually quite restrained for an animated superhero, um, show. It does have the ultra violence. It reminds me a bit of the Boys in that way, but. It also has a lot of drama and scenes where people are just talking, but it also has like the sci-fi superhero goodness and has elements. I'm picking up a lot of the references to Watchmen and a lot of other, uh, like you were talking about in Gen V, where their powers have an have an adverse effect on them, have a side effect there's the character invincible where every time she changes into beast girl, she gets younger and younger.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So they, they kind of deal with that. They take little, they deal with a lot of different things and the voice actors Amazon has that X-ray thing where if you pause it, it'll tell you all the actors. Man, and Man, I
1: love that yeah. shit. Everybody needs to have that. Man, <laughs> that shit is great.
0: I'm glad you're I, I can use that just to
1: know who. I'm like, who? What's that character's name Me again? Too. Oh, all I need to yep. pause it.
0: Yep, <laughs> I love it too. I think it's great. Um, now every once in a while, they try to sell you something, like what song or something is on the screen, but. I'm doing it all the time. And I'm like, whoa, that voice sounds familiar. Holy cow, that's that. They just have a l- so many Invincible great Invincible is the actors. best
1: show to do that on.
0: Yeah. It's it is the best great. show.
1: Because like every episode, they would have like some new person. Like There might be some new character that might be the villain for that episode or something. And then you pause it, and that person would be some ridiculously yep. <laughs> cool actor. Like, yeah. man, they were trying out everybody on that show all season.
0: They were. and uh, And it's just a great show. So, um, new seasons coming out. That was a great season too. Um, I don't know. I don't, I guess people, if you have seen, you might not have time to rewatch it, but it's worth the rewatch too. It's a very easy rewatch. The show moves fast. Just sometimes late at night, I'm watching. I'm like, okay, it's a little bit too much fighting. I have to go to sleep now. (laughs) uh, You know, I'm old.
1: Yeah, I might try to give it a rewatch real quick, too, just because it has been so long. But I, I, I sometimes I like to rely on uh, on a good previously on thing that some I don't, I don't know. I can't remember which ones do it and which ones don't. But sometimes you'll start a new season of a show and they'll give like a really thorough like this is what's happened on the show up to this point. Kind of recap to start it. Uh, I, I kind of really, really rely on those for shows that have been gone for a long time. But I don't know if I can risk it with this one either.
0: Yeah me too you have to these days there's so much tv uh, but this one i think is worth rewatching because there's so much in it and steven i don't uh, young i don't know how to pronounce his name if i'm pronouncing correctly you know the yeah, guy from the Walking dead and a but he's yeah he's kind of blowing up with deservedly so great actor he's really fantastic as the lead He is Uh, JK Simmons plays his dad and it's got some good dad son stuff in it too. But overall it just moves fast. It's fun. And all the characters are interesting. It's just such good casting. It just keeps every time a new scene happens, even if it's not with the main characters, you're interested in what's happening and that that's a mark of great casting and a great production. Um, all right, man. We've been going for like an hour and a half. I know we both have lives and children and such. Is there anything else you wanted to <laughs> mention, or we could talk? I wanted to talk about bodies, but you want to save that for maybe we come back again and we'll talk about it when it's done. When
1: yeah, we're both and then finished you finished with it. Well, I I did finish it. Oh, um, you did. Okay,
0: I have not finished yeah, it yet.
1: Right, and I, and and I I don't want to talk about it until you finish it. Okay, cool. Because I think you said you're you you're on episode seven
0: we have two, I think we have two more episodes to go. Yeah.
1: Okay. That That is an interest. That is a perfect point for me to say, we don't need to talk about it now. Let's wait till it finishes because I, I have a, I, I it's the, those last two episodes are, they feel they're, they're, they're important to talk about. I, I don't want to talk about it without you having okay. seen those last two.
0: I dig it. Let's do that then. All yeah. right. Anything else?
1: Nope, I'm good. Cool.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming out. Tell us again how we can find you. Your link is in all of our um, shows as well. People can go to the show notes.
1: Yep. So uh, you can just search One Mike on YouTube, uh, M-I-K-E. Um, I'm on there. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm worth following on Facebook. I'm pretty active on the, on the one Mike Facebook page. I'll, I'll start watching shows and I'll like live comment while I'm watching, like kind of just like observations, you know, maybe I'll crack jokes or I'll I'll be like, Oh, this was really cool. So if it's a show that you watch, you might want to, uh, you know, check that out when I do that. Um, and then you can find, uh, find me on Twitter as well, uh, at Michael underscore Aaron or the one Mike page is at, uh, at one Mike network
0: nice that's it do that folks and head over to dvrpodcast.com thanks for listening i will be back uh tomorrow with the boys doing around the couch and then friday gina and i are gonna have a great show i think we're gonna talk more reality and i am just finishing all nine seasons I'm, i'm at the end of Shaws of Sunset, and we're going to talk about that.
1: That got nine seasons? Yeah, baby. And woo. I remember when that show first came out, and I watched the first season, because I was like, it was a similar interest to the what I had with Golden Bachelor. I was like, oh, I want to see what these people are like when they're yeah. being messy. <laughs> I want to see. And I watched that, and I was like, oh, that was fine. And it had nine seasons? Wow.
0: Unfortunately, okay. it did, because as we'll <laughs> talk about on Friday, the last season is pretty bad it's not pretty pretty bad and you can really see why the show ended i think covid had something to do with it too but it's just not it, it really devolved and uh we'll have a lot to talk about though so tune back in daily dvr thanks again for listening everybody peace out
1: peace